And today I'm going to talk about automation also again. So I've been working very hard using Java and SQL on my job. And I'm trying to identify what things can I actually automate. Um, it seems that I'm not even able to identify those things anymore because the the data on the database is very erratic. Seems like my assumptions were wrong at the beginning that I would be able to just uh, basically automate everything. The truth is that um, there is a lot of things that tend to change case by case um, depending on what the end user is doing, I may, I may be able to identify a problem or not. Um, I'm saying this because after running my, my automatic solving problem, uh, programs for like a week now, um, I've been finding a lot of, uh, false positives, may I say, where my program detects a, a problem and tries to fix it, uh, yet, uh the process is not uh the process wasn't wrong it just um it gave me a false positive and then the program did its thing and basically corrupted the data it's not a big deal because uh, the people that were affected just called me and were asking me why did this happen and i detected the problem and i then decided to to correct the data to the right values. And at the end of the day, I ended up um, canceling the the automatic pro uh, program. This happens because the end user has actually a lot of power upon the data. And depending on what the end user is doing with the application, uh, they basically can just uh, do a lot of things out of order. And that's pretty much what is going on. So I don't know why does that happen on the on the lower level. Um, so the end user is basically um, doing its own job. For some odd reason, uh, they tend to change the order of the steps, which are supposed to never change, but never mind that. Uh, so I don't know why are they doing that. It happens sometimes. I don't know why are they doing it. So basically, I need to... Uh, to stop my automation software from working uh, yet uh, I did have a lot of uh, improvements in my job because in order for myself to create this automation on my job I was forced to create a lot of methods and a lot of storage functions inside the database and a lot of uh, storage procedures inside the database that actually allow me to now uh, fix a lot of my problems very quickly instead of uh, making a lot of queries on the database uh, looking for data. Now I just introduce a parameter in, in a, inside the storage procedure and the storage procedure just fixed the problem for me. So a problem that tends to, to last around five to 10 minutes to fix. Now, thanks to the programs I developed, this past week, I'm, I'm now able to basically just uh, input, um, execute the the procedure and pass it um, a couple parameters and be done with it in less than five seconds. So I'm saving a lot of time 
Uh, I do have a, a partner there, uh, which I share these uh, storage procedures, and uh, she's working great. She can answer the phone really fast now, so I can focus on keep developing things, and she just uh, answers the phone and uses the the programs that I'm developing. So uh, now with this, uh, we're in a point where she can just uh, operate by herself. Uh, she can fix a lot of problems really quickly thanks to the programs, and I can basically uh, stay focused on developing software. So my next project uh, is going to be basically creating a, a graphical user interface uh, for these storage procedures. Um, currently, I'm working with Java, so I guess that my the the logical step would be to be working with Java FX. Uh, this is a framework to create desktop apps. So I'm going to be studying that and getting, uh, I'm doing some research for some books. So I'm going to be working on that. Um, basically what I'm going to do is that I'm going to use a lot of my, my classes and methods that I already have. So the plan is to basically create a graphical user interface so my partner can actually um, work even faster with the programs that I'm developing. So, because right now, uh, all the um, all the storage procedures that I've been making, uh, she needs to actually run them on a console directly on SQL Server. So, it's not really that hard, actually. Uh, how we used to fix data there, was to um, create updates and insert statements and select data and manually uh, overwriting values and data there. So that's pretty much a, 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 a no, no, uh, uh, don't do that if you are a database administrator. Yet the necessities of the, of the job uh, are forcing us to do that. So I'm sorry. So uh, never mind that. So that's the pro... Uh, that's the plan right now. Uh, automation is a really nice tool to have. However, since I am only the database administrator, I don't have access to the .NET development um, team. They they reside in another city, in the capital of Mexico, in Mexico City. Uh, so, and they just don't uh, take a, take advice from. Uh, <laughs> from people that don't belong to the core development team. So yeah, I tried to contact them f before, um, yet they explain, um, they explain to me that they basically just have way too much time uh, working on new features for new clients. So yeah, uh, basically I am not a priority. So, uh, and there is a lot of bugs that come from the application. Um, so yeah, so it's either I wait for them to fix their own box or I may even be tempted to create a, an alternative to their applications. So that's going to be a lot of work. And first I may like to, to try the waters, creating an application for both my partner and me. So we can both work, um, uh, without the pressure of uh, of a deadline, because 
the second that I uh, propose this and it's actually working, I'm pretty much sure that the investors are going to want me to to make a production um, deployment soon because they have a lot of money. And uh, the thing is that I am a single person here. Um, so what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to shadow develop this thing. The first thing is that I'm going to be working on an application for myself and my partner. And right after that, I'm going to be analyzing uh, what the .NET application does and try to replicate everything on my on my end with Java. So another thing that I may be tempted to do is to change two things. Is um, first change uh, I may like to change the the database engine from SQL Server. We are currently using uh, SQL Server 12. That's from 2012, I believe. Uh, I may like to change that into MariaDB or another alternative, maybe PostgreSQL um, because they are free and they are open source. Uh, the second thing would be to change. Um, obviously, I will need to change the the architecture and the design of the database itself because I've been uh, I've been working with that database for two years and I can clearly identify a lot of problems derived from the fact that the database is not normalized. There is a lot of tables that um, uh, that have redundant fields that need to be uh, equal on both tables. So that's a, a normalization problem there. Uh, I also see a lot of tables that uh, have foreign keys Yet these fields are, are not, uh, declares as such. So they basically work as foreign keys. Yet there is not a relationship to enforce that on the database engine. So yeah, it's really weird. So I've been thinking a lot about it. And well, the last big problem with the database, I may say, is the fact that, um, they are using, uh, blood fields or I believe it's called image fields on SQL Server uh, to store pictures and fingerprints and signatures. So they're basically saving uh, files inside a database file, uh, inside a database uh, field, I, I, will, uh, I mean. So uh, what I was thinking was to avoid doing that and use the file system to actually store the pictures uh, as regular files. Um, and then I may like to create a new, uh, a new field that will store the, the absolute path to that uh, particular picture. So I may that way keep the database and the, and the files for the pictures, uh, separated. So it's going to be way easier to uh, store and create backups from, the, for the database. And I can actually uh, delegate the management of the pictures, uh, of the files of the pictures to the file system because a file system is just for that. It's, it's to manage files. So why not use some, some of that? So I was thinking about, uh, saving some money maybe and cre um, probably, uh, buying, um, a motherboard, a processor, some RAM. Uh, I was thinking about, uh, building it with a, a really old computer. Yet in my experience, since that is really useful for learning, the truth is that if I, if I actually, um, 
doing a lot of heavy stuff uh, with databases, I'm going to be missing the processing power and the RAM memory of a, of a proper server. So I was thinking about uh, probably creating a, uh, a small server, sort so of speak, maybe buying a, a six or eight terabyte hard drive for NAS, just for uh, and dedicated to store the pictures. Um, probably an SSD for boot up the server and run the the base operated system and store the main database. Since since I'm not planning to store pictures in that hard drive in the SSD, um, I guess I could just run the database there. Since I since I'm going to just be storing data in Barcher, in character format, numbers, and dates. So, that's the plan anyway. So, well, uh, I, I guess I should begin by building the graphic user interface for my programs that I've been working on. So, I'm going to be doing that then. Uh, by the way, I, may li- um, I guess this is it. Uh, I may like to announce that I was invited into somebody else's podcast. I'm going to be posting that into the YouTube channel that I have. Um, I I don't really know if will be uh, correct or may I say uh, I don't know if is if that episode will be a fit on this podcast. I'm going to add it anyway because I already have the MP3. Uh, because I'm talking about anime and random stuff that the other people are choosing so yeah i, I don't talk uh, anything about uh coding there so i'm going to post it anywhere so uh, i don't know well thank you for listening and see you later i guess bye